chatting today with Denise Ciccone about how she started her influences and how she developed her style of jewelry. Denise owns distinctive designs by Denise and began creating and selling her jewelry in 1989. She sells her creations here at Uncommon Artisans in downtown Kings Mountain, which is a funky shop selling only local handcrafted items such as jewelry, pottery, fiber arts, and baked goods. We invited her to our podcast today to chat. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Again, my name is Denise Ciccone. Um, I'm out of Charlotte, North Carolina, and I create one-of-a-kind handcrafted jewelry, pillows, and some other artisan goods. I'm currently selling in another shop in Mount Airy, in Monroe, and getting excited for the next events to start. I run um, Artisans Pop-Up Market Festivals in Kings Mountains. You can always reach us there or you can reach me online at Distinctive Designs by Denise on Facebook. Thanks Denise. Great intro. Started creating jewelry. Well I think I've been an artist as long as I can remember. I make, um, I remember making macaroni pictures like at four or five <laughs> six years old <laughs> my mom would like go to the box of pasta and it'd be half gone because i took it out and glued it to construction elbows, paper. Yeah. yeah so um from way back when i remember just taking things around the house and doing my own <laughs> thing with them and then she'd be like why is half the pasta gone <laughs> and i'd be hanging out construction pieces of paper with flowers made out of noodles to everybody so i've been creating as long as i can remember that's funny how'd you get started with the jewelry Middle school, high school, I started playing around with it. High school is probably when I really, really started getting into it. And back in the 80s, if you remember, we had some pretty wild styles. So I was making, um, I was actually sewing like clear vinyls together um, and then filling them with glitter. And they'd be hearts and, you know, and then putting earring backs on them and starting out with these funky things that fit the style in the 80s started making them and then I'm like I'm gonna start trying doing some art festivals because at that time I started college and I was doing uh, storefronts for some of the stores in Detroit so you were designing the storefronts yeah so cool. we were like designing their windows and you know things like that so just kind of like one thing led to another and I was like I'm gonna just start selling my stuff at art shows and the more fun people I met the more I was addicted yeah it can be that way can it yes D don't you make your own beads for your jewelry tell me about that process i do make some of my own beads and i also buy a lot from other um artisans i have a lot of friends that are glass blowers so i buy a lot of handmade glass beads and then i started getting into making some of my stuff because playing with fire is fun and it's also cheaper if you can do it yourself but some of my friends are just so expert and amazing at it that i'll still buy glass beads from other artisans all over the world so where do you get the um they're really cool she's got very distinctive almost steampunky styles where do you get the metal for that all over the world i'm just scouring everywhere i have stuff coming from australia russia just you know, in my travels, like wherever I go, I'm gonna like find those funky stores and whether it's bead stores or art stores and I'm just always on the lookout. How long does it take you to make one piece? Like Depends on piece. the piece. It could take me, you know, three minutes or it can take me an hour because a lot of people look at something and they're like, oh, I can do that. 
I spent 30 minutes just looking at beads, trying to put together combinations. You like it, you don't like it. So sometimes you can sit and stare at stuff for an hour before your idea finally comes to fruition. Who do you think are the most influential people in your life for your jewelry styles? My my favorite designers that have influenced me, because I just love their style, would be Gianni Versace, who I met when I lived in Florida. He used to go to the news cafe that we would take the Harley to. And I actually got to meet him a few times. Very nice guy. Another person I love, 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 Todd Oldman. Uh, mm. Love his... Right. Love, love, love his clothing. And actually got to see it in um, Rhode Island a few years ago. Oh, he had neat. everything on display. But yeah, those two people, I just love their styles. Anybody closer to home that might be an influence for you? No, I mean, I think as a decorator, because I have a decorating business as well, and as an artist, just other artists. Um, I don't know if I want to use the word influence, but I think we all keep each other's uh, creative juices going because we're all mm-hmm. fascinated by each other and can learn oh, yeah. really something from each other. When you first started out, what do you wish you had known when you would first started out creating your, your art? Patience sometimes it takes time for things to come to fruition Um, and probably in the beginning I wish I'd known more about trademarking and copywriting yeah and protecting your designs 36 37 38 years later there's still issues sometimes with people saying they got their idea from you or they were checking out your site and all of a sudden their stuff their selling's looking awful familiar Sounds like you've had experience with that. Yeah, once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I think there's enough room in life for all of us. Definitely. You know, different things appeal to different people. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have different styles within my line, you know, whether it's steampunky, whether it's more rock and roll, fantasy line with fairies, different things. So, you can still have a lot of variation within your own craft. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's so much room for originality, and there's so much room for whatever your imagination holds. Exactly. What's the one thing you enjoy most about what you're doing? The people. Yeah, I mean, okay, I guess if I had to go back, sure, the whole creation process. Because I'm a night owl, I'll be up all night making things. And like I said, you can look at something for hours to finally figure out how you want to do it. Mm -hmm. But... It's a close second with all the fun people you meet and watching people go home with your goods, especially when they buy it for a present that they loved it enough to gift it. It's just such a good feeling. I agree with that. It's, it's To me, it's making people happy. Seeing them smile. When yeah. they look, it's like they, they know it fits you and you're like, oh, you're part of my tribe. And that's what we call everyone at the Artisans Pop-Up Market. So that's what I'm like, my tribe, my tribe, because... You know, people come and go, but we have a lot of people that stay and are supportive of each other. And that's what I'm trying to create is just a really wholesome, creative market where everyone's super successful, but where everyone is helping with other people's success. Right. Yeah. You want everybody to be supportive of each other. And like we do in downtown Kings Mountain, we have artists market going on at the same time in different locations and we send people to different the markets go down and get a cup of coffee at the revolution brew house because they have a huge artist market going on right now 
and send people up here from there because there's more than enough for everybody to share. Exactly. I think people sometimes get in the wrong mindset, um, and it's more beneficial to all of us if we're helping each other because, like you said, there's room enough for everybody. So why should we not help each other? Right. Like, like your success is going to be our success. So. What would you say is your least favorite thing about what you're doing? I think as I get older, I just turned 55, so it is the setup and breakdown of doing. Uh, I agree with you on that. Uh, <laughs> so I can get older and I don't have the stamina. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the heat. Yeah, it's just it's, I'm worn out after markets anymore. Uh-huh. I mean, I love them. I wouldn't change anything, but the breakdown, especially at the end mm-hmm. and the time, especially with me having small pieces with the jewelry and having to individually package stuff back right. up, it's it's time consuming. But all the lifting of all your items as uh-huh. I get older, and I'm like, oh, I can't lift 35 pounds anymore. Like, Slipping into the car. Yeah, it's just, it's exhausting anymore. Oh, yeah. But I still love it, and I wouldn't stop it, uh-huh. but it takes a lot out of me anymore. <laughs> and my other thing is I want to talk to everyone, <laughs> and I can't keep leaving my booth because then I lose sales, but I'm like, <laughs> I want to talk to everybody. Because you meet so many interesting people when you do that. Yeah, and even the customers that are buying your stuff, you get in conversations. Yes. And then you're trying to, like, still take care of another purchase and Uh another person, but you don't want to cut off the conversation. So there's, like, a little finesse to it all. So our last little bit we're going to talk about is what we're going to call question out of the hat. We've got a selection of four different questions. Now, Denise has seen the questions, but I'm just going to pick one and ask her. And we're going to see where it goes. So for you, because I know Denise, I'm going to ask her, what does being ridiculously human mean to you? I knew you were going to pick that one. So that's why I'm like, (laughs) try not to laugh. Um, Because I think I'm probably one of the most ridiculously human people around. Um, Because with me, it's like what you see is what you get. (laughs) I don't pad things. Mm -hmm. But I just think being ridiculously human means... Doing what you love, sticking to your guns, and not letting the opinions of others get to you. Because we're all human. We all have our way of doing things. And to me, life should be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, if we don't make our own magic, who's going to do it? Here, here. So, I'm just, you know, I'm always cutting up. And anyone who knows me knows sometimes my language might be a little questionable here and there, but it's always in good fun. Uh And it's just, yeah, like that's the perfect word, a ridiculously human, because we all are. We all have our quirks. It's like as we become older, it seems like we become become more of who we are. I just had this conversation in the car with my friend Carol that's nearby. And, um, yeah, it's like don't apologize for who you are. And we are who we are, and we grow into it. And the older we get, the more set in our ways I think we get. But that's okay. That's okay. Just yeah. have fun with it and roll and don't care about others' thoughts and opinions. Because <laughs> there's always going to be that person that's going to try to squash it down right. or say that won't work. Mm-hmm. That's all the more reason to prove them wrong. Right. So to wrap this up, I mean, we've really enjoyed this first podcast recording that we're doing and we did it without hysterically laughing the whole time it was done where can our listeners find out more about your jewelry well definitely come to king's mountain and check it out in cop store um and our markets are starting 
the last week in March, but we have one March 6th at the Revolution Brew House, and again, we host in some artists, so we are supporting like three businesses at one time. So definitely come to March 6th. We're going to have special drinks, the Bloody Mary Bar. We've got 10 amazing artists. We're going to have like another six at her store. And um, after March 6th, we'll be back hopefully the last weekend of the month at our usual spot under the tent in Kings Mountain. And we've got some events planned for Easter markets, Mother's Day, and some other fun things coming up. So yeah, come see us or find me on Facebook at Distinctive Designs by Denise. But for the majority, a lot of my sales are coming from the Facebook page, Distinctive Designs by Denise. Okay, so I think we've covered all we need to cover for today. Denise, thank you for coming and speaking with us and doing our first podcast. Well, thank you for having me, and I think we did okay. And like I said, we did laugh our butts off. We handled it, so it's been fun because you're always a good egg. 